Let's drone out. And quickly, I'm speaking. I am Bright Till I Fly. You're also talking to Adam, Juniper, Hello. Frank. Hello. And Jay. Yeah, good day, mate. Back for another. And no trappy. No trappy, no. If you're listening to this trappy, you've broke my heart. You broke my little FPV heart. I think it's because you probably, said to him, oh, he's sexy. You said, oh, he's sexy. Tra- trappy likes that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Is there a significant other in his life that might have read the message? Might might he be having a fight right now? No, I reckon he's just <laughs> gone asleep because it's like two a.m. Yeah, They're well, like, if he's cheating, reason. We've still got a whole like, hour. Yeah. Can better things to do than listen to fucking let's drone out. But when did know, he send like, the message, Jack? What I'm saying is, was he in bed around about eleven, and his phone went? She picked it up and went. Hang on, why are you getting a message from someone called Jack saying, are you always sexy? But, but it's not like my name's Jackie. No, but Brighton Till I Fly. Maybe Brighton Till I Fly, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Who's this I mean, uh, called Brighton? A name like that, to me, sounds like a dealer. Trappy's allowed to do drugs if he wants. Frank's talking <laughs> out of it. Uh, anyway, yeah, moving swiftly on. Let's drone out and let's drone out. <laughs> Let's try uh, out. Let's try out. Three of us, well, three of us at uh, British Championships this weekend. See, BFPBRA. Oh, yeah. Tell us all big, about it. I, it some was, of us weren't there. Yeah. Well, Saturday was very, very, very wet. Rain, much rain. To the point where Jack was uh, trying his best to leave and swamped in and not allowed to leave. Um, but yeah, then I managed to at least get some practicing in on Saturday. So Sunday was straight in. Even done a round of qualifying on Saturday. And it says the other rounds of qualifying on Sunday of the, all the racing and yeah it, it all turned out pretty nicely on Sunday it was lovely weather uh, so but yeah paint the Saturday night. Where, where were you what field we were we were at Ragley Hall which is a big stately home near Alcester Alcester even though Leicester and places like that would beg otherwise but yes Alcester and uh, a big stately house with big grounds, and there was a there's a big flight line of uh, the like a large model aircraft in terms of big fixed wings, uh, and there were even uh, manned motor gliders, and there was a pit special or something, some other flying around like actual full size manned thing flying around. Um, Went through all the uh, all the catering bits, and then went through some of the camping, and then you the BFPVRA huh? British Championship in 
netted area where all the racing was going on. And then if you carried on through us and through our camping and up through the, and eventually you get to the uh, 3D helis. So they were there as well, but well out the way. I, I don't know. Far enough Jack away that Jack that. couldn't say anything about them. <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> they, they weren't there. Um, in fairness, like, I'd, I'd just like to let in um, what, what they called? Uh, what is their name? Align Tracks. Yeah, Align Tracks, that you have inadvertently got your revenge because Saturday was the worst day of my life. I have never been wetter. Um, Colder, I, I might more well, miserable. Yeah, more miserable. I was begging people, like, you know, oh, I'm going now. And I was like, please take me with you. And they were like, ah, and then driving off. <laughs> minus, minus the comedy, like, mud flicking from the tyres oh, in my no. face as they pull away. <laughs> That's pretty much how oh. I felt. I just that... wanted, hey, Dom's here. Hello, Dom. Hello, chaps. How are you? Uh, yeah. I, I was literally praying for death. <laughs> I, I, honestly, you couldn't make it any worse unless you sellotaped me to Thomas Greer himself. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm sure so, some what, people would pay for that sort of thing. And when you, uh, I contracted whatever illness that man had. Because like we've got Scotsman, a beard, you've got a beard coming. I oh, know. Yeah, with Scotsmen, they're pretty much immune to everything. You know, they're the sort of people. I really have to be up there. Have have the ability to like headbutt AIDS, so they don't get it. I like, think there's plenty of statistical, statistical evidence that would suggest otherwise. But carry on. But he, like. I mean, they wander around in T-shirts. Do you know what I mean? And he's like, I, I don't understand why his, um, you know, uh, fleece even has a zip because he never does it up. And you know, he's wandering around. They had a gazebo. They didn't want to get wet, so they didn't put it up. So we're just there getting wet. People's quads were like burning out, freaking out, setting on fire. Oh, so, so they were more worried about getting the gazebo wet than using the gazebo to stop yeah. themselves uh, getting wet. Or in the well, there and was it, a giant marquee that you could go in instead. Yeah, not for Jack clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, but unfortunately, but the, ground stations, there. the ground station. <laughs> the ground. No jacks. No jacks. That's what he's saying. The was ground station didn't reach that far. You know, you try and hide in race control, and they would like scoot you out. Well, that's why. The you know because there was a lot of rain and it was a case of either we do the practicing in the more drizzly bits of in between the stormy bits, or there's not going to be any time for practicing and getting everything else done. So the option was given: you can take advantage of your practice now, or keep your quads dry. It's up to you. So, yeah. but everyone pretty much decided. I actually, I would rather get my quads a little bit wet and fly and i think only one or two out of the 58 quads had some twitchy things going on and even then i'm not entirely sure you could say that was down to the rain and not just because they're a bit twitchy so take me through the format of the competition who was you know 58 people so, flying so yeah so it was the top i was number 60 50, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right no. jack 
So it was, it Sorry, was no. uh, an invitational event. So from the various qualifying events that have happened throughout the year, um, all the the placings from all those qualifying events uh, were added all together. So there was a big league table of everyone. And so it was a case of going down the list and inviting people into turn uh, to find the top 60 pilots who were available that weekend. Um, and so 60 pilots had and 58 pilots turned up and got their deposit back uh, for turning up because apparently that's how thick professional events work. But that's how the, the 3D helis and how the large scale model fixed wings all works. So that was how we essentially. And you get some of it back when you get that. Yeah, yeah, that's how a deposit works. Yeah, that's that's no, but it's a clever way of making sure people show up, isn't it? Because, exactly. Uh, yeah, especially if it's raining. Or, or just give Greer a gun and your address. That is <laughs> also he'll, very he'll effective. He'll track you down eventually. Has, um, has Thomas done anything for <laughs> no, I'm just being a cock. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I wish you'd come on the show more, just so I could just do his head in. It's one of my favourite pastimes, you know, like just you annoying. Did do it a grin. lot on the weekends, annoying. Oh grin, yeah. man, I'm surprised I'm still alive. Like I'm, I'm pretty su- suicidal. So well, like, I'm surprised that you didn't get disqualified. To be honest, yeah, was absolutely for me at least the entertainment value of the weekend. I was a gobshite. Absolute gobshite the whole weekend. What that was, was that? my aim. Which, which took huh? away from it a bit. I was thinking more your actual racing where you did your James May impression. And slow. No, he got lost. Unmutes himself to laugh at me. Jay, you're a dead man. <laughs> Sorry. We can't all get hang lost going we... around the course. Um... We can't all hang around with NJ Tech. <laughs> <laughs> and get good, you asshole. Come up, sorry. You should visit more, Jack. You should visit more. Visit more. You haven't visited once. I don't want oh. to. Your little friends up there. I'm not cool enough. It's a bit more. Boring, no, you're more than welcome to come up. Your little mini. I haven't got a mini quad. Well, I have, but it's only got an F1 <laughs> processor. Unlike you, can't... kilohertz freaks. I can't believe the voice of Doom got so close yet so far. Mind you, you, you're on the south coast. Why would you want to move up to come up this way to visit? That's why I'm down again this weekend. Yeah, I've, I've got no desire to date my cousin. But anyway, Jack got lost. Yeah, Jack. He was racing rounds. But the, uh, the course quite technical. Was it quite technical? Um, along the same lines as you know the uh, the qualifying events that there have been. Uh, so yeah, it was reasonably technical. But you know, it's the same thing at every event. Is that everyone starts off with loads of people complaining that oh, it's too technical, I can't get around it, and then by the end, everyone's putting in twenty second times. So or Jack gets lost. <laughs> or Jack gets lost. Uh... Yeah, Jack. Yeah, Jack managed to have a habit of going into this chicane and then slightly taking a bit of a detour and confusing one of the, the gates on the other side of the course for the next gate in the chicane. 
So once or twice, he ended up going against the flow of traffic, uh, which is <laughs> not a good idea. However, let, let's um, not, you know, at least he made it to the championships. Well done, Jay. Yeah. Well done. And then, yeah, yeah we, we, just, we just had to keep him focused on what he was doing and, and kind of remind him. No, no less, less of that, actually. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> He he made me turn around. I wasn't allowed to look at the course, and he made me name like like you know like yeah. You go it's through like the start them. gate, and then you go round the flag, and he's like, "What direction round the flag?" I was like, "Well, you go right a bit, and then round to the left." And he's like, "Good." Like really steely-eyed, looking at me. Like honestly, if he had a ruler or some sort of teaching stick. If I got it wrong, I'm sure he would have hit me. He was like, I'm sure. This is Frank. <laughs> what is a teaching yeah, this is This is Frank. I'm sure he was, at one point, I caught him eyeing up the the, the plug lead to, from the ground station to go in your goggles. I'm sure he was going to grot me with it. He was like, you know, like, <laughs> he had the Rocky music playing in his head. He was like, you're an embarrassment to this hobby. Like... You know, he was outraged. Like, at one point, I got so bored. I was like, I'm really shit at this. Carlos, if you're listening to this, right, Mr. 47th place, right, you, you made it out of the 50s, and he's like... I'm... Hello? Uh-huh, silence of the chat. Oh, yes. I, 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 <laughs> Thomas I got is shutting down. <laughs> I got negative points, because at one point... I got bored and started flying freestyle, at which point Andrew wanted to kill me. <laughs> well, I, it wasn't the, the freestyle itself. I just would have preferred if you did the freestyle not where other people were racing, that was all. If you'd done it over the, court, the part it's of the course... It's a bit hard when you're trapped in a net. No, but like everyone was coming along the fast straight and then you were doing freestyle above the fast straight and if you'd be doing it over the chicane, it would have been fine, I think. Oh, but anyway, okay. you did your freestyle because you'd done your lap, so you did your freestyle. Uh, you For the other qualifying, uh, the heats, the other heats, you did a bit more freestyle like in between the, the gates and the hoops and things. And a few people noticed. And so... When it came to the quarterfinals and the semifinals, all the, the qualifying rounds, they're all preset. Everyone knows what heat they're in. They're all put together before the event. And it's just bam, 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 keeps going through. But when it gets to the quarterfinals, the racing has to take all the data from the ILAP timing system and go chunk, 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 work out who's in which one and which channels work with who and all of that kind of stuff. So he needs about, you know, 10, 15 minutes between the last qualifying round and the first quarter final. He set up who's racing in which race. And so for that 10 or 15 minutes, that then became a freestyle slot because everyone had noticed freestyling. So Jack was the first out to do the freestyle. Uh, you did all right. You had music playing through via, I couldn't phone see what, via radio, Mike. Yeah, I couldn't see what I was doing because I forgot to adjust my uh camera for like actual sunlight. I kind of forgotten that existed. 
spot, you know, as, as I got through the whole weekend. I can upload my DVR footage just to prove that I'm not lying. Also, I am a bit hence that I swore again. I'm so sorry for cussing. Um, but I am very passionate. Uh, yeah, also, like, the 58th place kind of backs that up. So, you know, maybe... Maybe me and Carlos can go into some sort of mutual suicide, but I'm worried about the other people from, like, 48 to 57, you know, also, you know, some sort of cult-like, you know, where we have to wear the same trainers and drink Kool-Aid. Shouldn't Andrew... (laughs) Andrew, stop, ban me, ban me forever. Uh, Surely (laughs) that's something Adam should say out loud. Anyway, have we covered the... uh, the, the nationals yet i just I guess we haven't said people started other people started joining in the freestyle as well because there was more time in between the semis and the grand final and things and they, yeah yeah then there was other people taking advantage of the freestyle as well so you know you're a trendsetter were there many spectators yeah. There, uh, uh yeah some of them went into comas oh really <laughs> what <laughs> I think Jack just didn't enjoy himself, and so he's remembering everything through a grey haze of depression. To be Diazepam. honest, diazepam. <laughs> I, I should don't don't encourage me. <coughs> I'd be a lot better if I could. Was, have it, was, it, was it was it entertaining to to be there as much yeah. as it was to take yeah, part? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was there was a good group of people sitting uh, behind the rope and and watching along. Um, cool. People were handing goggles and things occasionally, so yeah. Uh, Carlos was eyeing up the rope, I think, to hang himself. There was a, I was I was trying to keep my eyes out for blogging and stuff, but there was there was it, it felt like everyone was really busy trying to get over the rain or race. Uh, yeah, the rain did did make it pretty tight that we were going to actually manage to get all the racing in, but you know, the race of racing and the of doing everything it did work out in the end um sorry unfortunately there was an issue with internet connectivity so there, you know there wasn't any at like, the actual event um no, it didn't work we were out in the, the end middle of so nowhere. streaming unfortunately but uh yeah hopefully um, future events Rumour has it that uh, Adam's joining the race circuit next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be competing, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. What are you going to be racing in? <laughs> Inspire, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I reckon I could get it through some of those little holes. <laughs> you, know, you know when they say go through the gates, they don't mean obliterate the gate as you go physically oh, through so it. I was going to sharpen the prop. <laughs> And then Bob it works correct. fine until you go to formula and have a go with the scaffolding. You know, uh, you know what? We're all laughing, right? But he he will be flying not a prototype. He will be the only one legal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I just like to. We're all like, ha 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 ha. Uh, uh, oh shit! Oh yeah, I'll be there going yeah. like, yeah. Here, here you are. I'm legal. I win, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've spent my see? money on a beanuck. How do you? It's going to be a really nice segue into uh, the DJI Mavic and the Snail Racing Drone Propulsion System. Oh, I can't wait! Actually, I think I might marry Thomas Greer. I might. 
<laughs> the babies will be weird. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I didn't know that Thomas secretly worked for DJI or any of those people. No, no, he's the only one who can save me from this. He's the only one who doesn't seem worried by it. Um, um, I think. Yeah, carry on. I mean, I, I, by the Mavic. What's wrong about yeah. the Mavic? That's an obvious problem. I mean, if DJI didn't do it, um, Zero have already done something like that. In fact, have you seen the Zero one with the fold-out arms? It's also got changeable backs, so you can put a different cover on it, like a late 90s mobile phone. Oh, what, the Nokia 7280 <laughs> or whatnot? Oh, fantastic. I hope it comes with polyphonic ringtones when you start it up. Not on your Christmas. You know, when when you're on GPS hold, <laughs> you've got an option where it uploads Snake. Yeah, you, know, you can play Snake whilst flying. And the um the and, other the uh, other one is is unique. We've got um one they've called the Breeze fold out thing. Um, of course, Breeze is enough to stop that being a good idea because it's super lightweight. <laughs> but still, it's I, I definitely think the um the old trying to take technologies from the old Nokia's is the way to go. It, it really does look like it's an old, old Nokia with some props attached. The Doesn't unique it? breeze. No, not the new. Look, at, look up Zero. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember its name now. But yeah, if you go to the Zero website, there are lots of things that look like copies of DJI. And then this one thing, which they got out first, and then DJI come and bring the Mavic out, which is looks like a copy of theirs. Yeah, wow. I don't know whether to, to text Thomas and see whether he wants to defend himself. Uh, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's got plans. Yeah, I can't find him on my thing. I think he's blocked me. Um, Would you know if you were him? Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I love him, really. I think the Mavic's quite an interesting product. I think it, it is an inevitability that each brand will try to make a play in each of the sort of different form factors of the drones. And some of them will survive, some of them won't. But I think uh, it was it, for me. It was it was interesting because I bought a P4 like three weeks before the Mavic came out, and I sat there for a few <laughs> days going, "Hmm, should I've actually got them?" I'm quite glad I didn't though, because on inspection, it's got a much smaller CCD. It's not a P4. They haven't cannibalised the P4 market completely. Um, so, and, and I, I justified buying mine because I needed a 4K video source, and it was the one that could fly. Um, <laughs> It's occasionally useful, isn't it? My phone does 4K. I'll tell you, having spent now six, seven packs on on the Phantom, it's a thoroughly boring thing to fly. It's the most (laughs) uninteresting thing to fly you could possibly imagine. But that's because it's not a flying toy. It's not a racer. It's not a... Uh, uh, an aircraft no, it's, it's in the same way. It's, it's, a, it's a tripod. It's a tripod. Canon 350D. <laughs> you know, it's a, a lower yeah, or a dolly. Um, like, you know, entry point for the people who like their photography and their video, which, you know, which is lots of people, me included. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I do, get, I do get that it's not exciting to, uh, to fly. The weird thing is, like, an hour it's into flying the... Too an hour into flying the P4, it was like, well, this is like moving a vector dot around a 3D sort of game space or something. It's it's kind of, that's not interesting. Uh, but then a week later, I started to scratch the surface of all the of all the different um, sort of controlled shots you can do and started to think, yeah, actually, I mean, was gonna, oh, okay, I was this say, is that a totally different, different when ball I, game. Yeah. When I started out, um, 
and you wanted to buy, you know, you could buy controllers if you weren't going to go down the 3D robotics route. Um, and if you wanted to buy stuff from DJI, you'd have to go to really expensive, the, the Wukong controllers, like 500 pounds or something yeah. to be able to do circle around an object and keep pointing at it. And yeah, now was, that's just built in. It's built a little quiet. Who? Who? Adam. Adam. Oh, you can blame Apple for that. I've got the new phone. And so my headphones with the microphone on the lead. And you've dropped uh, them in which the Which I used for the live. It's <laughs> um, the adapter. Uh, oh, go. what? Okay. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, the... Hopefully I the recording. What I was say. So, uh, quick question for you, right. probably Jay, Jay and Adam, because you both uh, DJI flies. The um, I'm curious that there's various different ground systems that you can plug in beyond DJ, DJI Go. Yeah. Uh, and I'm curious, just I haven't had time to go and look yet, but is there a soft an SDK and an API into the DJI yeah, environment? Yeah. Which when, they, are when they launched the Inspire, they launched the, the, uh, the SDK. But it's a oh, bit, you, you just me. get in touch, I think, and they'll give you it, basically. Right, that gives me something to go and have a play with. That's cool. Um, I mean, there are many options out there. And to be honest, they all serve different needs, uh, better or worse than each other. Like, for the waypoint stuff, the Litchi is quite good to get banked curves and things for you, and different points of interest with the camera. So what's the, score, what's the score under, under uh, current CAA, at least, law, with uh, waypointing? Keep There's watching it. As long as you're, you know, as long as you're watching it and have the sticks and ready to take over, it's under yeah. your control. So you're fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, in one respect, do, at do, least the laws on your side. Any of you remember Logo? Do, do you ever remember that? Like yeah. the yeah. the the rumbot where? Yes. Yeah. With the pencil. Yes. Essentially. Yeah, how, yeah, how much like, did you pay? How, how much did you pay for it? It's a big track. Had it. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially a floating one of those, isn't it, really? Like, yeah. we haven't really come for... Is there any way to change this so that the chat is, like, in green text and everything's black? Oh, that you know, be uh, Terminal like the, the BBC. Yeah. yeah. You know, we'll just run execute files so that the, the rest of the show... We'll work that out for you, Jack. We'll get it so it comes up Christmas as... Christmas tree viruses. A scrolling teleprompter <laughs> from... from, from uh, Jay got that. Yeah. yeah. A <laughs> oh, word of warning for you, Dom, though. When you start using the non-DJI apps... Yeah. Um, sometimes when you want to then take back control and quit out and get back, um, they're not... It's not 100% reliable. So if you're in the air and you're trying to make a connection back to the DJI app, you will sometimes find it won't, and you're going to have to fly back, you know, the good old-fashioned way. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm sort of my my in my experiment so far. I've just been using the 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 the, the um, autonomous stuff uh, to augment manual flight, just so I can get a feel for the bird at the moment because it's it's a different thing to fly. It's really off-putting. It's the, the, the left hand doesn't do what it's supposed to do. <laughs> well, that one now, uh, that's, sort of, that's sort of how I think what the left hand should do. But now, um, I'm, fin now I'm finished with it, because I've had six flights and you've had six flights, so basically it's time for eBay now, surely. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Sell it on. <laughs> if you're down at Hidden Valley this weekend, uh, Doom, then we can uh, check out the other app, and I'll show you some of the the actual quite good features for doing cinematography-based stuff. Yeah, I was, I was I was really disappointed with the point of interest thing, but I must be using it wrong. I, I didn't like having to um, line myself up looking vertically down above my points before I could start my point of interest. 
that's not doing it wrong. That's how it makes you do it. Yeah, I don't like that because um, one of the things that had gone through my mind is if you stay, say you're two, three hundred metres back from a crowd gathered round something, I want to be able to mark the point of interest somehow, GPS position myself directly over it because yeah, I can't I, fly I agree. over the crowd. It's not- it's not First world solution. problems, man. You DJI <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what do you mean I've got to fly it myself? I've paid all... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> a hobby drone is not a first world problem. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, like, they are very capable machines. Um. Adam, it's a survival they, skill, mate. It's a survival skill. Boring <laughs> That's fly. right. If you find yeah, yourself I on a desert island with some ESCs. It. Yeah, a couple of ESCs and a, a copy of Clean Flight. <laughs> <laughs> The excitement's only going to come from trying to program it if you're that way inclined. Yeah. But to be honest, to get a good shot just from line of sight, that's 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 what I'm looking for. Yeah, it's a bit jumpy. I I, I find it a bit jumpy. It's, it's it's going to take some practice on some some aspects, but more as a camera than as a a, a thing to fly. I don't think I even. Have you tried at sport it. mode yet? Anyway, no, 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 I'm going to have to cut this short. Maybe we should, uh, you're going to be uh, seeing a lot, probably even the Mavic in, uh, next week, in two weeks, aren't you, June? As in commercial uh, UAV show? Is he coming up for that? Yeah, I'm sure there'll probably be somebody sporting them there. Yeah, well, to be honest, otherwise, this is going to turn into Dom's uh, <laughs> P4 <Yeah>. help desk. <laughs> on no, 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 it's fine. Um, Hidden Valley this weekend. I don't know about that. Isn't it supposed to be raining Saturday? Never rains in Hidden Valley. It doesn't, actually. You get a, a spit. <laughs> how, how else would Tupper Quad exist? Did anyone... <laughs> it, it, that, that's just... A, that we, we have a little bit of a, a, a mist laid on every now and then just to justify Tupperware Quads. Well, has anyone seen the other really that DJI has been making uh, with, the, with their trying, they're trying to start selling the racing stuff as well? Yeah, the ESCs, isn't it? There's DJI race ESCs, motors, and yeah. props. <laughs> um, Killed them with fire. <laughs> no, they have traitored us. You have to make Jack fly one. <laughs> DJI actually, snail. Is make what it's Jack called. fly a DJI race thing. DJI, I'd no. Tachyon is it? No, and the ESC is called Tachyon or something. I don't know, it just says snail for everything here, so I'm missing I think that might be the internet's idea of a joke. No, no, it's on the DJI website. It is actually on the DJI website. You can buy the propulsion system of DJI. DJI.com forward slash snail. Come on, Adam. I thought you were like a bad doubt to your DJI gods. You are everything. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, no, well, I've, I've been busy preparing for a book fair. Book fairs are historic. Everything seems like it comes from the past. <laughs> book fair? Book fair? <laughs> sounds like everything's going to have 20p written on the inside cover in pencil. Oh, no. It's, li- it's all about selling licenses. I know, yeah. Uh, cream tea and Buxter cake. Um, <laughs> it's brutally efficient. It's in Germany. Um, Gucci FPV says, why snail, though? Like, it must all... be a joke. Oh, just... Are you Somebody... mocking us? How no, dare no, no. you take they... away our AV out? There they are in Shenzhen. And they're like, well, tell us a word for something really fast to their English friend or their <laughs> Hong Kong friend. And it's like, oh, yeah, snail, definitely snail. You should go with snail. <laughs> and they looked it up and they're like, nobody has copyrighted the word snail for something really fast. We should get onto this really quickly. <laughs> 
Excellent. Oh my word. I actually genuinely think that DJI have done all their market research on the racing scene. Drugs. Because with the Mavic and with the Snail, I think they realize what their uh, reputation is with the racing scene. And this is their best way of trying to overcome that. That by doing it tongue in cheek, they give themselves the best chance. If they took themselves seriously, they'd just be laughed at. Whereas at least this I, way... No, I, we are yeah. still laughing. When you get half an hour on Let's Drone Out, you're screwed. Do you know what I mean? You're like, you're, <laughs> yeah. If I find any of you, right, among us, secretly working for them, Adam, I'm looking at you, feeding <laughs> no, the inside knowledge, I, I will I, personally crucify you. We'll have to get you a sponsorship deal from them, uh, <laughs> just to wind you up. Maybe they're behind the recent regulation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was going through my mind. All right, yeah, all right. Let's, 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 let's create a regulation where we can stamp them out and have yeah. a set. It'll be C, only, it'll only, be C, only we can afford to comply with, yeah. Oh, yeah. how handy, yeah. million pound certificate to comply. Fly your DJI racings here. Oh, my word. I just, Jack, uh, I think I think that um, we, you know, I want this now. You're gonna have to build me it. <laughs> no, I kill it with fire. Um, right. Is that real? So, is that real? Is that picture real? It's yeah. Real. So that is from the DJI website. That side. is a picture of the DJI Snail ESD 4S 30 amp BLDC from the DJI Propulsion Lab. Do they just like? <laughs> Did they just look at the little bees and they were just like, we need to think, find things that live out in the garden. Snail, that'll do. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Like, I, I, like I wasp flights taken because of Boris B. They, they seem to like things that are outside in the garden. Snort and fail. I don't what? think that the signal wires have been uh, sort of What's well. next? The DGI <laughs> badger? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't fly them in the countryside. They give the cows tuberculosis. No, I know. Yeah, certainly. Um, I've met the CEO there and the top marketing guy, and especially the second, he's really smart. You know, I, and they know what they're doing. So they're not, not a higher uh, power. Yeah, no, I'm saying that they've they've definitely really thought about this. Whereas, you know, at first you might think, what? I wonder what it stands Sorry, for. Yeah. Right. Think, I think it is snail, as in just snail. Sat-nav. <laughs> right, who wants Sat -nav to talk? Sat-nav-assisted. Um, uh, integrated. <laughs> suggestions logic. in the chat room, people. Suggestions in the chat room. Come on, best suggestion. Oh, right. don't self-expense trip to the place of their dreams. <laughs> just, just because the man whose fault it is, let's drone out, started in the first place, do not listen to him. <laughs> Thursday night show. He kicked us off. He left <laughs> us out in the cold. Ooh, don't play enough music. Best place for you. Oh. E A S A. <laughs> for the don't love swear. of. That's a four-letter word. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Sorry earlier. By the way, I, I caught myself. Yeah, I know. We maybe we need a swear jar. 
It would make yeah. sense if yes. the swears are what cost us. And I think EASA is probably right at the top of that list. The thing is, <laughs> if we do beep that as a laugh, no one will have any idea what we're on about. So the one question I've asked the ESA three times, and they've just sidestepped each time, is why they essentially who's commissioned it and why they've commissioned it. I can't think if it's the it's not the explanatory note, but there's some other document that's gone with it. Uh, the, with the, so the with what we're talking about here is the European Aviation Safety Authority's prototype rules for unmanned aircraft, which are pretty horrifying for anyone who does anything like what we do, or breathe in and out, <laughs> or, <laughs> or you know might enjoy having friends. Prototype law is just that it's like, let's have an argument for the sake of having an argument, even though you're all happy with the situation. Seems well, to be the current trend the, the, in politics at the moment. Well, I'm happy with is, uh, uh, well, what the threat is that they've actually been looking at is uh, the issue of low-flying uh, commercial helicopter operations, because uh, particularly in mainland Europe, they have a lot of helicopters doing all sorts of things, pulling cables across large expanses of forest and things like that. And then having you know, either commercial or recreational drones flying about. And even if they're you know, barely above tree level, the helicopter's not, not going to see the drone until it's too late, and the drone operator isn't going to see the helicopter until it's too so late. So someone's watched casualty. Someone's watched yeah, casualty yeah. over and over again. And one of one of the recommendations that doesn't appear anywhere is pilots of helicopters should look out of the window, you know, at stuff in front of them. <laughs> well, I suppose, the... I suppose what I'm not what I'm not getting right is that's what regulation of the airspace is about, and that's what the CIA have successfully been doing in the UK for God knows how long. Yeah, what yeah. killing it so, did, what, what, and pulling so the, the last remaining trying teeth out of the dead horse's head. Trying to trying to harmonise that with a wider framework across Europe. Um, no, that's fine. Stumps, all the CAA do because we haven't had many crashes in the last yeah. God knows how long. But all the CAA do is implement stuff that comes from Europe. So the European stuff, well, you know, it's. It, I don't think that's entirely Mostly. true. No, I don't think that's entirely true. Well, they, they have to regulate a lot of UK routes and traffic and that kind of thing. But the, the overall idea is still very much from the top, from the, you know, to have as much harmonisation as possible around the world. Yeah, yeah no, I get most their traffic, you know. So, but that hasn't the problem here with is model aircraft stuff because no, the model aircraft stuff because everyone's gone way. into a total panic since. Um, since the Phantom Menace showed up and um, people realised quite how many things there could be, you know, in the sky. And it's just, it's just that. It's just there are all these things that come with the toys, you know. That's, that's how they see it, irritating toys getting in the way. And we need to do our best to control the toys um, while also, as a very secondary objective, creating a framework for a new industry of commercial drones. Yeah. Yes. So so we don't get in the way. Lego's an irritating toy. Have you ever stepped on one of those little bricks? That is <laughs> yeah. the worst pain known to man. I don't care what they say about childbirth. It is <laughs> horrific. Did the CIA want to do anything about that? 
Don't they want to well, join in concise with Dyson so that they can hoover all the bits up so the children can't play with them? Because so essentially that's what's happening with DGI and, sorry to name names, DGI and Amazon. Let's just get everything out the sky. Why don't we just ban lampposts? And like so, so long as overhead some of your Lego buildings stay under 300 feet, the CAA have no beef with them. But yeah, you need to put red, red lights at certain intervals so no one flies into it. By yeah, accident. yeah, you know, how about we get rid of the top of mountains and stuff so they can just <laughs> speedily get across? But you like know, that. like, oh, just you know, so so Dorothy can get her shoelaces in a bit of a bad mood. I just, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, where's yeah. Tony? <laughs> where's my where's my vegan punching bag? <laughs> He locked okay. him away for his own safety. Where is Harry? How did he Tony, do it? Tony obviously knew about the mood in advance and planned ahead. Uh, you can mute me, though. That's all you've got to do. I told you, if I became unreasonable, mute me. <laughs> I gave you full permission. Andrew? Have that pal. As you become yeah. unreasonable, Jack, you become entertaining. Somebody mute Jack. <laughs> The silence is ominous. <laughs> I think I've worked out the regulatory thing. I think it's because, can you imagine how many people are going to want to chase the Amazon drones out of the sky with their FPV goggles on as they fly overhead or chase them down into cities with their phantoms? That's maybe the only reason they're doing it. Remember, too, that these regulations are put out with, you know, slightly ambitiously small numbers and stuff as a way of getting a conversation going. So it's not the end of the world yet, so long as people are sensible and respond by writing and saying things like, well, this is a bad idea and, you know, this is a ridiculously small distance given what we've been perfectly safely doing up till this point and, you know, give reasoned response to what is essentially, re they are reasonable people making reasonable plans is when people just sit around going, well, my granddad voted for Brexit so, you know, it's fine, it's not going to affect me. Because, you know, it will get harmonised. Sort of I, I think there's a wider issue, though. I think if we just sit back and let tide after tide after tide of, of policy define every everything we do... Well, what you mean we, we do, get raped in the ass? What we're doing is we're creating, we're creating regulation which gives massive opportunity to monopolies that can afford to comply with that yeah. regulation for the sake of it, because yeah. it's not a problem today. So why do we need the regulation? We're not crashing jumbo jets today. It's all hyperbole in the media. It's well, just the, the regulation's not coming in for a few years. You can crash a jumbo jet right up until about 2019. Why is it coming in at all? That's the question. It still baffles me. The CAA, every dealing I've had with the UK CAA, they seem to sit there going, well, what's the problem? We're not complaining about your drone yeah. flying. Go fly. You know, you know what the law is. Be sensible. And there's a real sense yeah. of common sense prevailing there, whereas what, what we seem to be doing at the moment is heading into, a, well, there aren't any laws, so we better write some down because it'll help insurance companies avoid their liabilities and it'll mean that people who need to comply can jump through a few hoops and we can create an industry in making that compliance happen. And actually, yeah. oh, yeah. everyone's fine safe in the, in the first what, place. What, that's sort of how the world works, isn't it? I mean, that's... But it's not at the moment we're sort of talking ourselves into more and more frameworks of policy and regulation, which are just, just for the sake of it. It's like, well, OK, it's not dealing with me. Let's define a load of policy outside of me. So the responses we had from Hidden Valley were like, well, we've made exemptions for clubs. 
So actually, with my business hat on, that's great for Hidden Valley. We've kind of created a safe harbour for people to fly, and we put a fence around it and got it understood in the community. If regulations start, I mean, you can't fly anywhere else in the neighbourhood. That's great with, with that hat on, but it's sad as well. And it's not why it's only great set up. for a while because realistically, most people are just going to not bother if they have to go to one. Yeah, exactly. Place. It's just going to kill it. Because well, that's the other thing. I, I think thought it was the a commercial airliner idea is a bit of a straw man because they're you know they're happy with the fact that we're all you know there are the rules already in place to say you know for multiple reasons that you should never be an airliner. Because you know you shouldn't yeah. be that close to an airport, you shouldn't be that high. You you know you should be like, making sure that you you're not conflicting with it and just drop out the air rather than get in the way of it. But um, it's the that's why they're saying it's the low flying light aircraft. That that's the issue that they're trying to deal with. I they, completely they, agree they, that you know the rules are not addressing that in unregulated airspace. out with. They could simply make it, make it so simple by just putting a thousand foot floor for light aircraft. Yeah, well, but there's a lot of commercial helicopter operations, well, yeah, for they, example, they, 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 the ones that we're talking about that have to be yeah, below a thousand, that. a thousand foot is problematic in, in that, exactly, for various civil and stuff, and for, you know, photography yeah, but, from helicopters, which is something that happens even now. You, you could dictate when you're, when you're accessing a helipad or when you're coming in for a landing, you know, just like you do in Class D airspace. But in open, uh, unregulated airspace, if you, that always surprised me that we can we have a ceiling on drone flight, but light aircraft don't have a floor. It's like, well, why not? <laughs> most light aircraft don't want to go below a thousand feet most of the time. Yeah. I don't know, Dom. Yeah. Like they, they do have a floor. It's called the ground, and they well, explode yeah. when they well, hit they, they, it. Interesting. They do have a noise floor. If you've got yeah. a, desk, really? a glider, can skim the ground, but a motor plane has like a certain distance depending on how noisy its motor is. So you, you're creating a nuisance with noise, and so it's something like I don't know, 26 decibels or whatever it is, minus 26 decibels at, at this distance or something. Uh, unless, of course, commercial interests have um, got in the way of that. So, for example, where I live, they've just rejigged the uh, flight path, so London, one of the London city routes goes straight over the house, and you. You know, we've noticed a change in the noise. It's not, I don't care, you know, it's just aviation. Yeah. But people have been quite upset about it. Mm. Yeah. Do, do, do you think there's a noise floor for Let's Drone Out? Do you reckon they've ever tuned in to us? <laughs> and, and heard... It's a different kind of noise, Jack. It's yeah. Dolby noise floor here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right, about, so... About uh, 10 dB uh, below ambient, I think, probably. Yeah, I <laughs> Uh, uh, Tony, um, Tony won't get affected by that. Um, but any, um, I think any, uh, if we actually want them to have some rules that are sensible, we need to work out a way where they can have their uh, you know, helicopters dragging along power lines at tens of feet uh, above tree level. We could have Isn't that just like getting a PFAW? Isn't that just like getting a PFAW? Isn't the trick? Yeah, exactly. Not to be doing it in the same bit of airspace yeah, by keeping an eye out for each other. That's what we need to work out. You know, so their suggestion so is physical, actual limitations on altitude for drones and also transponders and all this other stuff. Yeah, these people are new, yeah, so they, we can't trust them. Well, you know, they they have come up with what they think is reasonable and they've put it out and said 
what is everyone else's ideas on this? They're not saying this is what we're going to do. Yeah, They're saying I know. I completely have your feedback. You. Well, well, they are, but they are, Andrew. In, in as much as they've said we're going to implement some changes to regulations, and, yes. and 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 the question has to be asked: Well, who's saying they're not working? I never heard of anything until the drone situation came along. I never heard of any great discussion about the air laws in the country not working. No, and I think the other, the other thing is it's not self -built. And I'm not convinced that they don't work. I, no, I'm not convinced I, that they don't now, but they are thinking ahead as well. And, you know, remember they're being lobbied by organisations like Amazon who want to fill the sky. So they're trying to prepare in advance for a situation where any sort of aircraft are more common, or can be more common. Uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I think that's. Probably I mean, really, what it's working towards including, is setting this stuff up first, and then probably a year or two later they'll be introducing the autonomous, uh, you know, ways of flight as well. And they're just laying the groundwork, getting everything into law, so that then they can start building that legislation on top of it. Because don't forget, we've got I our flying so far because there are hardly any of us. Well, I think I think I think that sort of regulation should arrive as there's problems rather than preempting them because I think it stifles innovation, and it means that the only people who can access that top lane of compliance are people who can comply with a regulatory framework which has been dreamt up by their lobby over the two three years before they enter the market. I think that locks people, people like that locks people like legislated. That's the I'm thing. It's like they're not allowed that, to do but... anything. Right, but I if you're going to open, if you're going to open, if you're going to open that up, and what you're saying is that something like EASA's current prototype is all about laying the groundwork to open up that discussion, then what they're really doing is creating a framework of regulation before anyone can try the market. Yes, because they. It's like it's, everyone's looking at it upside down, like this is trying to help, and I don't think that I don't think that regulating before something a market exists, you're interfering with the market before it even emerges. That's ridiculous. Let it, it emerge it's and, look, look, react, right. and react to that. Not oh, yeah. Because yeah. autonomous yeah, yeah. flight is illegal, so they're trying. Yeah. You know, they can't say yeah. whatever the hell, go do what you like, because that means people die. You know, if. If we yeah. have things exactly you're in a situation now where you can't do anything at all so by opening up a framework which is still you know not great and has all sorts of problems they're creating the potential for a market but the thing is they care about the potential for the market for amazon and so and the people who and, and various companies so we lose out because they're taking yeah. the space away from us rather than civil aviation you're never going to persuade most people like not drone enthusiasts the civil aviation doesn't deserve space to fly them on holiday to Spain, although they might not want to go anymore after the uh, referendum. But you are going to be able to persuade people that a few nerds in a field can give up their nerd fun times to let them have their package delivered more easily. So what we need to do is stick up as the voice, you know, the, the literate voice of people mm. who can speak in whole sentences and say, no, we should be here because... The innovations come from us and our play as well as fun. So yeah. we need yeah. to be allowed to do stuff. And then yeah. everyone, hopefully, can have a good time. And this That's is our opportunity. That now is the time to do that. We are that voice. Adam for MP. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. The ESA, I was speaking to Simon Dale, who was the original person who got the exemptions for FPV regarding a spotter. What article is that? Andrew? 
Uh, oh, that made me remember the number. We, we know he, he did knows it, it, it off yeah. by heart. He if you make me remember that track, you can at least remember that. Google it. Um, I've got it somewhere. Okay. It's, um, it's printed off in a thing connected to my um, yeah. drone bag. Right. It's like... Um, it's got a seven in it. Yeah, isn't it 177? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, so the Lord and Master Simon Dale, um, who's uh, the head of First Person View, um, he, I've, I've been, I've been texting him. Well, I phoned him twice, and then was like, "Will you come on the show?" Because we're talking about this. He said he's busy, and I've asked him a few questions. I said, like, you know, uh, is there anything you want us to mention? Is the partition pointless? Or do we need to just do the MP letter only? What language do we need to use? Um, you know, because I was talking to uh, Lee, Painless360, and he was like, you know, what language do we use? You know, do I write, hi, I'm Lee, and I like smarties. Please don't stop me flying my drone. And, I think and, you know, <laughs> a bit irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. I, all right. It's a joke. I know. Um, so... Anyway, I, I asked him, and he said, like, I'd use the English language, smiley face, <laughs> cheeky little shit. Um, ESA oh, understands... Surely we should be using emojis these days. Yeah. Um, ESA understands model clubs. They understand customers and consider them clueless. What they don't seem to understand somewhere in the middle. We're all well into it, but not in a traditional club, and we don't necessarily want to be in a cult. I mean, club. Uh, we we need to make the ESA away aware that the the that the safe hobby pilots exist outside the clubs, and they shouldn't be legislated out of existence for no reason. BMFA so, could actually be useful for us in this case because the BMFA have all their country members. So they have all their clubs, but they also have a load of uh, membership of people who are just, you know, not affiliated to a club. They just have direct membership of the BMFA and then they fly out in fields on their own just like we do. So I think, you know, it would be well worth uh, making sure that the BMFA know, because they're in talks with the CAA and the CAA is in talk with the ESA and everyone's all in rooms together sure the BMFA know that country members don't want to lose their rights to fly either, then, you know, that would pretty much guarantee that there's a niche carved out in whatever legislation happens. We're, we're Hello, running out of time. And, is Hannah on? Ed and Neil. Uh, really I have heard from Hannah. I know she's ill this week. Hello, I don't know oh, if she wants to go on the show ill. Gabriel, uh, I'm assuming not, because I haven't heard anything. Um, I, I'm going to yeah. um, say I'm going to stick with the nine o'clock tradition, though personally, because yes. I, um, I have a presentation tomorrow morning, and I I said I'd only say hi for ten minutes, and well, look how well that went. Yeah, uh, good, also, good uh, yeah, be the cut off for our podcast as well. So, podcast worlds, thank you very yeah, much for goodbye, listening. Goodbye, all you lovely podcast people. With your um, very sensible strategy, and now enjoy the time. <laughs>